Box Shredder here, and in today's episode, I'm going to be teaching you guys the best tips to build and buy parts for a budget PC at around or under $1,500. In today's episode, you're going to learn the best shopping methods and techniques that can actually help you build the PC of your dreams and still maintain money for the budget. Also, this does not include monitors and does not include accessories mice keyboards headsets etc but i will give you guys a little bit of some tips on how to go about finding some of that stuff and picking some that suit your needs if you have not already donated to the podcast please consider donating i'll give you guys the instructions on how to donate at the end of the episode let's get started In today's short episode, I'm going to give you reasons why Destiny 2 is good in 2022, and what you should avoid when it comes to buying and playing the game for the first time and its DLCs. For those who are unaware, Destiny 2 is a mostly open-world, first-person shooter that may or may not have some restrictions to where you can travel depending on how you look at it. There are seven main campaigns in the story, although the Red War, Curse of Osiris, and Warmind are typically sometimes looked at as one. So there can be five or seven depending on how you look at it. They are the Red War, Curse of Osiris, Warmind, Forsaken, Shadowkeep, Beyond Light, and the Witch Queen. One of the main reasons you should play the game is because the Red War campaign, which comes with the base game, is free. Me and Eagle get access to multiplayer, regular base game strikes, which are the non-Lightfall ones, and the Red War, Red War campaign for free without having to pay for the DLCs until you're ready to do so. That means you'll get through the first, camp- first campaign and possibly be willing to advance to the next story. But oh wait. I have to mention this again, you're going to have to buy the next campaigns unfortunately. Something to avoid when buying Destiny 2 DLCs is to avoid buying them separately. Most DLCs, like Forsaken and the Annual Pass, which is alternatively known as the Legacy or Legendary Collection, Shadowkeep, and the Witch Queen and Beyond Light usually come with their own bundles that you can purchase for between $60 and $69, meaning if you buy the bundles, you won't have to worry about purchasing the individual season passes or any of the minor DLCs, like in Curse of Osiris and Warmind's case, separately. That will save you a ton of money. Also, if you're tempted to buy the season passes, don't buy the season passes if there are like only like 30 days left in the season because the problem with that is is that you probably won't have time to get all 100 levels done in that amount of time and then the $9 or 10 bucks that you spent to get the season pass will be virtually worthless. Another reason why you should play the game however is the mechanics of the missions, especially the raids. The missions will have different challenges embedded within them, each with their own rewards for completion. The rewards can be even more fulfilling if you can complete the strike missions and raids offered on higher difficulties, which means the more you complete those missions on max difficulty, 
the better your chances are at receiving exotic gear, better materials for armor and weapon upgrades, and even pinnacle gear that comes from specific raids and missions with their own special perks. You can also get rewards from playing multiplayer. The last reason why you should play, and the most important reason for multiplayer, is the multiplayer dynamics. Each multiplayer mode, Gambit or Crucible, has different team dynamics to execute. That means in Gambit, working with your team to kill enemies and deposit moats for a boss, which upon defeating it first, you will receive the win and respectively your rewards. In the Crucible, there are different types of game modes, each with their own objectives. Of course, with all game modes, the main objective is to kill. But with games like Rift, Control, Mayhem, Rumble, Elimination, Clash, and even down to other game modes, less popular game modes like Scorch and Team Scorch, you have additional objectives, such as capture the flag to get bonus points, um, which is Control, and you have to kill at the same time. Or kill plus carry the spark, don't die obviously, and bank the spark to wipe your opponents instantly and win the rounds to win the game in Rift. If you're in elimination, your goal should be to eliminate all the other team without dying. Teammates can be revived by other teammates. Um, whichever one has eliminated the other player's team first, um, first um, and prevented all of their revives, which means there are no players left to revive anyone, then that round goes, um, goes to the victor. In Mayhem, you'll get your super every 15 to 20 seconds, being able to cast whichever super ability your Titan, Hunter, or Warlock has um, in a short span of time. It's more of a speed contest, which means if you cast your super first and you get multiple kills with your super and you have your whole team doing it, the first person to reach 125 points or 100 points is naturally the winner. And the other thing to keep in mind with that, with that particular game mode is that with the super abilities, you also get your class abilities faster. That means if you're a Titan who has a Sentinel Shield or a Storm Trance, um, which, has, um, which has the Storm Caller, of course, then you may get grenades or other types of abilities. Like with Sentinel, you may get the Suppressor, which can actually cancel out opponents opposing supers and cause them to be null and void, and it will actually cause them to lose that super with the hand of a single grenade. And as for more, um, how you would say, challenging multiplayer activities, Trials of Osiris and Iron Banner offer level advantages. With the regular PvP game modes, you do not have level advantages, meaning your power level will not matter. Whatever your power level is, you all do the same damage per capita. However, if you playing Trials or Iron Banner, and Iron Banner is more of a step up, <coughs> You will actually deal two times more damage if you're stronger per capita, but those will only count mainly for direct hits, which means indirect hits, that um, those minor hits that are not skull cracking or with a sniper rifle to the head, will actually do more damage, but you'll still have a, have a mostly fair advantage. With trials, it's two steps up, and if you have 
only a power level beneath your opponent, your opponent does 10 times more damage than you do. Meaning if you're like 30 power below the person on the other team, if they do a damage to you, you're basically one hit and you'll die. So, uh, good luck to you guys playing Trials. And now for the final, um, for the final part, which is Rumble. Rumble's mechanics are very, very, very simplistic. It's basically whoever, it's basically Clash where its only objective is to kill, and it's the only game mode with one objective. However, the problem, the thing, the difference here is, is that instead of being on teams, you guys are in a free-for-all battle on close quarters maps. Well, all you'll do is compete to see who can have the most points out of all the players, not just the whole team, but all of the players involved in the match. This means if you come in first place, you will get the best rewards. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and be sure to follow my Twitter for the latest updates regarding the podcast and the YouTube channel. If you haven't already donated to the podcast, you should consider donating as it benefits the podcast and really shows your support. Of course, even if you don't donate, listening is always the best way to support the podcast. Anyways, I will catch you guys in the next episode.